0: Yes.
1: You sound like you're re- re- roaring for action today. It's been a busy seven days. It's been a busy two days. It's been a busy three days. It's, a bit- it's been busy, 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 Todd.
0: But not busy enough to, to, to ask questions, you know, about how things look. But anyway, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I was like, I don't know what we're doing. My brain is fried too this
1: week, so. All right, good. Let's get into it. Episode three hundred four: Longbox Heroes <laughs> After Dark. Woo! So it's always so you- exciting. Oh, lots, Todd, lots. How was your week?
0: My my weekend was just like uh, you know well, Friday I I had a uh, funeral to go to in this uh, new yes. wonderful and now you know I'm going to say my you know heart you know felt condolences to our good friend Tom the artist Dorenic, uh, his father passed away but uh I went he asked me to be a pallbearer so I went to the wake and you know it was pretty much uh you know not a packed wake uh we, I got there after 6 and stayed till 7 or a little later so it wasn't that bad at one point kind of filled up but the next day I, I you know I was I was the pallbearer and we went to the church and he's like His parents were Byzantine or something like that. And it reminds me of my grandmother's religion, which was Russian or- Orthodox. Which oh the jo- yes,
1: sure. Which
0: the joke is, if you go for anything to Russian Orthodox, pack a lunch, and because they're like you know forever. And they also had. I don't know if you've ever been in one. They have the the the. the, the, the I call it the stage. The altar has all the doors on it. Sure. Like, and they look like little doors. And me and my brother always called it the Scooby Doo sermon, like, uh, you know, uh, thing because the priest would come out one door and go in another, and then come out, and it all represents stuff. But we always joked it looked like that bit with Scooby Doo going through the doors. So they had that, but they also added this big wind chime that the priest had. I've never seen one of those before, and he was like doing all that, and I was like, okay. So it was a solid hour in the church right with the whole thing they're singing i don't know what's going on because they can't hand out pamphlets so i'm just you know i'm like is this you know 10 more pages two more pages i don't know um then the thing that actually got me was they did communion and i was like oh, I'm not, uh, you know i don't do communion as l- literally when my mother passed away And uh, I had, it was like time for communion. Like everybody gets up and everybody's looking at me like, "Ah, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing communion. Like, don't, don't even stare at me. Don't give me the dirty looks. It ain't happening. But in this one, I was like, ugh, like, I I don't know. And he's like, oh, well, we have wooden spoons, So everybody's going to get their own spoon. And I'm like, I don't know. You're all like. You're all assed to front in that line, <laughs> way too close, and there was no air conditioning in the because it was busted, so they, they had the doors open, and that was it. Luckily, it was a cool morning, but it was still a little hot. I was like, I don't know, this is a little a little too much for me to be in here for an hour, crammed with everybody. And then they wanted all six Paul Paul Bears to sit in the same pew, and I'm like, There's nobody here, three yeah. and three. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean, like, like we don't have to be on top of each other, people. You know, but they did in the in the the procession, they demanded we all took our own cars unless like our retailer was there like he could have went
1: with his wife. You know what I mean? Right. If you came with if you came with like family or people. mm -hmm. But yeah, it's not you and dave and whomever else right
0: right so i was in my truck and he yeah. was in his and then the other pallbearers were each in theirs so i didn't mind that but then when i was at the church it's like oh there's room for six i'm like even if there wasn't corona look at me you yeah. want to stick me and five other guys in a pew like pass <laughs> you know so but it was, a long, it was a long morning. And even when it was over, I was talking with Tom. He's like, yeah, you know. I said, are you going to listen to After Dark this week? And he goes, I haven't been. I've had a busy life. I said, okay, because I'm pretty much going to not tear the funeral down. I'm going to tear like, the <laughs> discuss things. Right, yes. So he's like, I don't care. He's like, do what you got to. Right.
1: So you mentioned what's, what's the religion again? He, I, he, I believe he told me it was Byzantine. Okay, and you would mention about how it's very close to Russian Orthodox.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, My friend, your cousin, got married in a Russian Orthodox uh, ceremony, right? Please
0: tell me they did the crowns. They did the crowns. Oh, that's the way I want to have it done so bad, but go ahead. But
1: my wife refers to this, uh, and again, listen, this is not disparaging anyone's religion. We have to understand the joke. She said it's the OCD religion because they did everything... Three times. Yep. Every passage was read three times. Every whatever was read three times. Every act was done three times. Like, I got to touch this thing three times before I enter the room. <laughs> I got to, you know, be blessed around the crown three times. You know what I mean? And then they have the big, giant, ornate, uh, like, ultra-mega-fancy Bible with, like, jewels and shit in it. Right. looks like it should be in
0: Raiders of the Lost Ark or something.
1: Right, right. But, yeah, my parents got
0: married that way. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget my, I I don't know. She was my mother's friend because they had to hold the crowns at one point and like over the heads. And it was like, and they were just like, get out my arms. are I'm not a boxer. (laughs) Like, let's go with this. I can't keep my arms up for 15 rounds of religion.
1: So this one, they actually wore the crowns and the crowns were connected by a ribbon. Okay. It, you know symbolizing something a lot of symbolism right oh, it's
0: all symbolism but yeah like i said i'm i'm being told i might misremember it i was told this years later just spoiler alert i wasn't born when they were getting married oh
1: okay okay i know when we uh you know we did it on the Patreon, you know this past week the space balls were the the reception at the end <laughs> With uh, Vespa and Lone Star do you do you that was more or less April and Eyes uh, service. We were married in Troop or Jessup near I... you. It was a, it's a place called the Regal Room. Are you aware of this place? Oh, the Regal Room.
0: Yeah, the the, the uh, we used to always call it the Beagle Room. Like oh, okay. uh, like on Three's Company. I know exactly where that is.
1: So little did I know when we were putting our plans together, that's where my folks also had their reception. Right? Oh, that's sweet. Right, it was just uh, one of those, like, poetry at rhyme sort of deals. Mm-hmm. And we were ma- We were married by the mayor of whatever town that is. Jessup Troop, same difference. Uh, Regal Room's Oliphant. Oliphant, there you go. Yeah. All yep. the same. No, not he all the same. Have, he may have shown up. Not half in the bag. <laughs> completely in the bag. Oh, good. Uh, he also did not have me and april signed the marriage certificate he had me and april's father sign the marriage certificate oh
0: so you guys aren't legally married
1: i guess i don't know
0: you're not that's the best oh ace is a bastard
1: well that's whether there's a piece of paper that says that one way or the other um, right. but then, right. I, I think it was like one of those old timey i'm drunk things it's like sure the father could give away the bride so he could sign this right
0: right how many uh how many pieces of livestock did you give your father for her <laughs> like that whole gag like she april does seem worth three sturdy camels
1: still. oh my goodness i was gonna say at least a herd of oxen <laughs> no that's what she married oh <laughs> of course Just that's heard. what i smell like that doesn't mean that's what i am come on yeah.
0: now. of course i've heard of oxen
1: Okay. Um so that so uh how is Tom and Katie and everyone else doing? Tom
0: was doing like really good and I'll say this and I mean this, you know, not in a jest way, but like me cuz at the same time like at the at the reception at the reception at the wake afterwards and like they pretty much closed up at 7 but it was me, uh, Dave, Tara, Matt, Scott Josh was there for a little bit, and like the family had like the the, the not the family that was was sitting, but like all anybody else who was coming to visit, and they basically just let us sit for like twenty minutes in there after this after the wake was over, and Tom got to talk, and I'll tell you. It, to him it just he was like it's good it's like because i haven't been out of the house with the new kid and you know the, the father being sick and and, and everything he's like I, I i haven't gotten to see anybody he gets to go to the shop every once in a while but to him it was nice in a weird way just to see like i haven't seen tom since february or march so like like that blows my mind because obviously i go to the comic shop so i see other people but i haven't been in with tom so it's been months since I've seen him and that blows my mind, but it was good. I think it was good for him, if that makes any sense, you know, just to, to have some interaction other than, and I don't mean a slight against his family, just you're stuck in the house all day, you know? So I think he's doing pretty good. Everybody else seemed, seemed like, you know, Katie seemed okay. Uh, his brother seemed good, um, but it was a long time coming. So they kind of, you know, they were more prepared, if you know what I mean.
1: Sure, sure. This was not a surprise. It doesn't make it any better, but still. Right. Yeah. So, uh, my week was eventful. Okay. So, Friday, the uh, central air here went on the fritz. Oh, no. Right. Um, It still blows, it just doesn't blow cold air. Right, it really blows. <laughs> and now it really blows. And... Mm-hmm. Trying to get a hold, and that, so the last time that we had to get it charged was maybe about five years ago. Okay. And this summer, because typically what we would do is, as we would leave the house, we would kind of, like, not turn it off, but turn it down, right? Right. And we would set, like, that timer gimmick, because we have one of those fancy thermostat deals, that, like, okay, we're going to be home around five, so eh, April gets home at five. Okay, set it to kick back on, eh, like, quarter to five, right? Right. Okay. The so house is cool. We come home. Well, with me working from home, we've just had it on the whole, like the whole summer, right? Of there course. is no on or off, and even like, and it's not like we were leaving the house. We're all home all the time, right. It's getting a workout. It's got it got a workout, right? So the guy that we had it done with before is what's that? Uh, it's it's Angie's list or something. Yeah. Are you aware of that? Like, we found him off that. Well, since the last time that we had to get it done to now, he's no longer in business.
0: Oh, I hate searching for new people.
1: So trying to find a new person over a weekend, over a holiday weekend, so we're on day, like, whatever without the air conditioning. I think, like, in my mind, we're going to keep it off for a couple days and then turn it back on and magically it'll, like, heal itself or something.
0: Right, the old ostrich protocol, so if sure. I stick my
1: head in the sand, everything will be okay. Right, but it's been, like, you know, high 80s the last couple days, and we recorded the Patreon show, and we're recording today, and I have a fan blowing directly, like, over my head. That's why when we started recording, I'm like, do you hear that? And no. you said, no, so that means you can't hear my whisper quiet fan. Ooh. This is a new fan, one that we've maybe had for about four or five years, as opposed to my old fan that traveled with me from my old house that had to be at least 25 years old, that only one of the buttons worked and it wasn't off. The way that you <laughs> turned it off was unplugging it. Right. So that one just went out to the curb today. Oh, is that's the one with actual metal fan blades. Yes. <laughs>
0: that's, that's like the, the thin tin that will take a finger off.
1: This thing has like a little tiny bit of metal on it, but it's mostly plastic right. I miss those yeah
0: those those fans you could kill a man with mm-hmm.
1: So Saturday we had a combo birthday party uh labor Day party. that went great. no problems. everything's fine there. right. uh Sunday was another birthday party for my little niece. We were there pretty much all day from like three o'clock until like nine. Nobody has work on Monday, so everything's cool, everything's fine. Everybody can sleep in, whatever. Uh, April gets a call Monday morning at 8:30. Now I do I, before I continue to the next step of this story, I do want to let you know that everyone is fine. Okay, good. She gets a call Monday, 8:30 in the morning from the before after care thing that ASA goes to, right? Uh, He had gone there last week as school had started back up last week. They were all, you know, they only had Monday through Thursday. So no one was there on Friday. Um, Monday, we get the call. Hey, uh, somebody at the thing in Ace's room came in contact with someone over the weekend that has COVID. So we're closed until the 16th of September. Because uh, the new protocol apparently is like 10 days. I th- I was still under the impression that it was 14 days, but they're telling us it's 10 days. Okay. And they're recommending that anyone that was there to quarantine just to be safe. <laughs> so uh, then with that being done, you know, my kid's home. He has school on Tuesday. My wife then spends all day Monday fighting with the doctor that she works for of like, hey, this is what's going on. They're telling me that I should quarantine what's going on and it was up until the 11th hour like nine thirty at night he finally relented and said okay you know even though it's like very far removed it was like not someone who was there but it was someone who was there came in contact with someone let's be safe but this is a hell of a way to start the school year off right uh so my wife and my son are home Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're quarantined until the 16th. I think it's like next Wednesday or whatever that ends up being. Right. Yeah.
0: So do you want me to bring you your
1: books? (laughs) Well, uh, I already emailed the boss and I told him that since I only have two books, Mm -hmm. um, I'll, you know, we'll, he'll send them to me. How about that? Okay, good. I don't want to have you travel all the way down here for two books. I know you'd do it. But we'd have to do contactless, whatever,
0: which is fine by me. And then I would get the pizza with the onions. So think right. about
1: it. Of course. I think it's three books because one of the indie books kind of finally rolled through. You know. Yes, uh,
0: I got mine anyway. So.
1: Right, right, if, right. So that's that's my next couple days here.
0: Okay, that sounds that sounds uh, exciting. Uh-huh. It was riveting. I had a Labor Day party over the weekend too. Got a little got a little i went a couple of friends it was the one i went to the memorial day party too oh yeah and it was it was all the same people with two extra so it wasn't bad and uh i you know was the i got a little out of control but that was it was okay no no cops so we're good to go
1: oh it was a good time put a button on everything i got drunk both parties i saw that you were saying that uh that uh what was
0: it i'm getting drunk and i hope you know I, that way, maybe I won't remember if anybody spoils the paper, the wrestling pay per view. And I was thinking to myself, you should drink after the pay per view. That way, you won't remember any of it.
1: Oh well, during- we'll say we we're gonna save that for the uh, wrestling show this week. But um, yeah, I think there's a, I, I think there's a lot of other people that went to much more extremes to try to forget what they did on that pay per view. Oh,
0: I heard they had a Tony Stark match. So
1: uh that was like a week ago
0: oh i'm i get confused because
1: on a different all- program
0: yeah <laughs> all right i'm sorry i am not as uh i should there if there was only a wrestling podcast i could listen to to get updated on all this stuff if only there were two on the
1: network that you could <laughs> choose from one
0: well i when it comes to wrestling stuff i do like it in twos
1: uh-huh yeah. uh so last but not least uh, there's a new, uh, feature, column, something on the website? Yes, yes. Oh, boy. It's starting to get traction
0: already, Joe.
1: Uh, I'm sweating. I've never been more nervous in my life putting something up on the website, you know? Are you really that nervous? Yes! What could happen? He shuts this okay. down? No, 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 no. So, uh, I, I... Many a times I will relate to Todd what's going on on the Rob Liefeld podcast, Robservations, right? Mm-hmm. And I felt bad because I forgot to put it in my, like, Tuesday rollout of my my podcast day. Being off on a Monday kind of screwed me up. I forgot, like, oh. a Monday thing, and I rolled a Tuesday. I forgot a Tuesday thing. I have to roll it into Wednesday anyway. It's not like somebody who has OCD that really hi- hyper-focuses on, like, little things like that. Right, right. Um so I'm listening to the Rob podcast. Uh you know, he had hyped it up. We did the five part uh Heroes Reborn thing and then we did the two part Fighting American thing and we were kind of talking a little bit about that. And just like in the post and the show on the on the site I like the Rob. <laughs> I I uh I would not say I want to be adversarial of him, but sometimes I just like to tell Todd what we have said. Like and I'm not embellishing things. I'm not putting some sort of spin on them. Uh, Rob himself will say that he likes to deal in facts and I like to deal in quotes. Like, this is the verbiage that Rob said. And there's a couple things that I may have taken out of the post uh, to make it a little <laughs> less spicy from the email that I sent Todd. Right. And I have it all and I send the email to Todd and then I'm looking at this email in my outbox and I'm thinking to myself, this could be something on the website. Okay. Right. So I, I just pitch it to Todd. I go, What do you? Th-? I go, What if? I give him the Bruce Pritchard, What if? <laughs> As though Todd is Vince and I'm every lowly bullshit writer in world wrestling entertainment history. And Todd's like, I don't care. Do whatever you want. <laughs> no, I told you put it up. Yeah. Um, don't care. But then I'm like, And then I just replied, I'm afraid. I'm afraid because last week, okay? intermittent with all the fighting American stuff on the show, Rob was taking shots at wizard magazine. Okay. Of course he was and he named a bunch of the editors there. And he just said their first names. And I'm like, I don't really want to dig that much because I really don't care. Um, so he's was like this editor and this editor and this editor and like, they were nobodies to begin with. And then like, they propped themselves up through wizard magazine and then they ended up getting jobs in D at DC. Oh, now they're sinking things there, right? So, like, <laughs> Rob has triggers, you know? Right. So, the one guy's name is Pat. And there is and was an editor at Wizard Magazine, Pat McCollum. Right. Like, Pat something, right? So, uh Fighting American episode from last Thursday, Rob's hitting those guys real hard. Uh, no, Friday. Friday, my apologies, because it the, the comes out on Tuesdays and Fridays. So, Friday, hitting those guys hard. Somebody listens to it. Somebody tags a bunch of wizard people or former wizard people. So now they're going back and forth with it with Rob. Okay. Right. And the Rob don't suffer fools. Well,
0: oh.
1: I'm not going to say know. that he knows from experience, but I'm just saying. Uh, so then uh, f- adjacent friends of the show, the house show wrestling podcast on the retro network, Retro Network has a podcast where they're going through every issue of Wizard Magazine. Right. Beginning. And these guys... Hang on.
0: Dead air. No, no, this is fine. No.
1: I know it's on here somewhere. Okay. So all this is going on. And I want to find the exact tweet. I need the exact (laughs) exchange, you know? Right, right. (laughs) Who's this? Oh, no. Okay, that's Kevin. Okay. (laughs) Maguire? Deleted? No, no. Okay. So Rob's going back and forth. Um... And then someone, like, people are like, oh, Pat didn't run the magazine and the ground, did the Samus's the Seamus' did, or Samuses, whatever they did, right? Yep. Uh, Pat wasn't even on the staff when it was grounded into nothingness, uh, or when it was reborn, or whatever. And then Rob just asks, which Pat are you talking about? There's several. And then the Wizard Podcast guys reply back, we know you deal in facts, Rob. Just to provide great numbers detail on your podcast. So, to clarify, here is the January 2011 issue shortly before Wizard folded, and you could see no Pat listed as part of the publisher editorial staff. Mm-hmm. To which Rob re- replies
0: <laughs> Oh, boy.
1: Before I block you for you uh, for good, are you fucking kidding me? So you're asserting that based on this, no pats ever work there ever. What a dipshit response! Oh. <laughs> so see that tweet right there? That's yeah. what I'm waiting for. And
0: listen, Mr. Sacco accounts. It's not like you can't follow him with twenty others. So. What? Just get blocked, wear it like a badge of honor Do do what you gotta do
1: or Is getting blocked by the Rob a badge of honor? Yes But if, there's but I think there's more people out there that are not Blocked by the Rob than are blocked by the Rob Right, but that's not as fun uh-huh.
0: I mean the The way I look at it is You are not You are not you know disparaging him you're just like literally you're saying like what did he say that frank miller uh, retired in 89 or something like that
1: okay so like the exact quote is because he's talking about 89 90 when all this stuff happened like when they were on the rise and again picking nits he says that spider-man came out summer of 1990 yeah, it came out June 1990 because it was in the April previews. And I think a lot of, like, the reason that this happened is because all this stuff is so fresh for us because of the Patreon show, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, when he says these numbers and these everything else, and he's talking about the Legend of the Dark Knight thing that had the four variant covers, like, we covered that. Right. We covered that, I think, in, like, the December issue of the previews. December 89.
0: I believe so. I, I wouldn't exactly have okay. the exact date, but
1: yeah. So when he says that... Uh, John Byrne, like, the people that they looked up to, John Byrne was regulated to, like, C-list titles. And, okay, I'll, I'll give you... Because he mentions he mentions specifically Namor and West Coast Avengers, okay? Right. And I know he's on Namor, but Marvel was giving Namor, like, a big push at the time.
0: Right, because that was probably the
1: book he wanted to do. Right. So like he, he says that John Byrne is... Pre- he says... He's practically, he's, he's working on C-list books like these, okay? And that's all he says about John Byrne. Right. And right, Namor is probably like, John Byrne could write his ticket and write whatever he wants, however he wants. So if he wants to write Namor, someone that they're doing literally nothing with, and John Byrne has a pitch where like, Namor is a businessman. They're like, you're John Byrne, you can do whatever you want, right? Right. And he says, Frank Miller is retired at this point Pretty much doing movie and TV stuff, which okay. isn't true because he has the Martha Washington book currently ongoing at Dark Horse.
0: Well, maybe the Rob just means at the big two, which okay. is the and only I'm, important.
1: And that's the thing. I'm sure that's going to be his loophole and that's going to be his whatever. But I'm just like, OK, he's wrong there. hmm no i get you you know what it is
0: and and this is this is he's one of those guys that i'm right i'm right i'm right until you know it it, then you show him is like well i'm technically right because this and this and this and then he turns into a big baby because you know you showed him now that thing that you said with the with the uh with the uh, wizard, the two, the the the, the Twitter, like he, that he overreacted. Like at that point, you're supposed to go, like, now oh, no, what he, issue? Was- he was
1: already riled up, right? Right,
0: but what wizard issue was that? All right. Well, you know th- that's on the outs. So he was he ruined it like a year before. Like you could you could discuss that, but to like he reminds me of someone who has no. You know, no slow acceleration. I don't know if you know anybody like that who goes from zero to fuck you and that's it. That's your two speeds. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Maybe you know, you know the the, you know the ivory bump of Spectrox had
1: them all riled up that day. That's Todd saying that. What? That's Todd saying that.
0: Well, Spectrox is something in Doctor Who that makes you feel fills you with
1: energy and makes you feel young. That's what Spectrox is for sure. So, Pat McCollum, I'm guessing, is the person he's speaking of specifically. Mm-hmm. Pat McCollum, who was at Wizard from its inception until 2006. Okay, when did Wizard go down? I have no idea. Okay, Wizard went down in 2011. But that's not when Rob was talking about. Rob was talking about in the 90s, like in Wizard's heyday. okay that's what he was talking about and then he mccullum leaves wizard and goes to dc where he's at dc from 2007 just up until this past december okay where he was a writer and an editor i'm nothing like of anything of real note but he was mostly an editor he would like do like a titans thing here and like a thing in in a like a like an 80 page giant whatever but like i said he was mostly an editor at DC where he had been an editor. Like he was an editor at DC for 12 years where he had been an editor at wizard for 15 years. (laughs) And that's the person that he was. And that's the Pat that he was speaking of. I'm almost, I I could almost guarantee it. Right. Right. Um, but it was just funny that, uh, they're like, well, listen, uh, here's this 2011 issue and there's no Pat listed here at all. Well, okay. Well, that's true, but that doesn't prove that there's never been, a, you know, someone there. Mm-hmm. Right, so Pat McCollum was a founding member of the magazine, along with uh, Garib and whatever the other Samus' name was.
0: I was always told it was Seamus, but right. I could be wrong.
1: Right, Seamus, you know, you know what I mean, right?
0: Right, ask the retailer about the Seamuses, and he'll tell you a story somewhere Well, I'm
1: sure he's got stories.
0: Well, from going to cons and meeting them? I heard they were <laughs>
1: wonderful people. Ah. <sighs> So like I said, so he was one of the founding forces and that's who the Rob was speaking about. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, just, it was just so funny. It's like, Rob was already riled up and you're going to go to try to prove the Rob, like prove the Rob wrong with wrong information. And I'm just like, oh, guys, you're not making the thing better. Oh, so they
0: had the wrong. I see. I was confused on what you were trying to
1: say. Right, so. And this is, and this is where the confusion comes in. So, when Rob just mentions these people's names, he, he mentions just first names. He says a Jim and a Pat and a someone else, right? Mm-hmm. And he says they were editors there, they left Wizard, they, you know, they were negative against me, they went to DC and they were horrible. That's what he says. And when he says that, I'm like, I know he's talking about Pat McCollum because that's like a name that I remember from Wizard Magazine, okay? Mm-hmm. And these guys come to him with that issue from 2011 And, like, here's the list of people involved in Wizard Magazine in 2011, and there's no one here named Pat. And that's why the Rob was like, okay, so on this day in 2011, no one there was working named Pat, okay? But, like, this doesn't prove that there's never been anyone working there in the history of the magazine named Pat, which there's been many.
0: Right. See, I got confused. I thought you were saying, Rob was saying, Pat ruined Wizard. No. And then left, and that's why Wizard went down. Okay. Okay. I was completely wrong he,
1: he was saying that but what he was saying was he mentions this pat and the wizard podcast guys come to him they're like we don't know what you're talking about here's their la- here, like one of their last issues and he wasn't involved but this is rob just saying like because this pat person was involved at any point in wizard's history he ruined wizard magazine well
0: that and then that's where it comes in He's in Rob's an idiot over that because if he, if he, if Pat was working for Wizard and then they ran another, I don't know, eight, eight years, he left in 2005 or whatever, and they, and uh, six years or whatever, he didn't ruin it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have the math in front of me. Sure. It's just, it's just like, and then he ruined, I'm guessing he ruined DC too, right? Because he was there at the end. He was one of them. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, ugh. And how long is it until Marvel's going to be pu- publishing? Like, are D- DC's not going to be publishing superhero comics anymore? They're going to farm it out? Are we at that point yet? He had no, some inside information yet. there, so... And that's the thing. It's it's like it's like arguing with a man who's like, well, what do you know? You're not in the industry. Okay, you you are in the industry. But then again, you're a guy who's in the industry who lost his creations to a con man. So how am I supposed to, like, give you... Like the benefit of the doubt that you know what you're doing. Listen, we all make guys?
1: we all make bad business deals,
0: right? Just go sell some jeans. That's what I say. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's more than that, Todd. Come on. Right. See, I, I come around. I <sighs> Rob is the Rob is like, like I said, he's he's the Ed Wood of comics, but he or and other people have said it too. Uh, but like, I. I I come around on him and I'm like, ah, you know, the Rob, the Rob, the Rob. He's, he's, he's pretty good. I've seen how the way he reacts with fans. And then I see the way he reacts online. And I'm like, man, I, I hate you just as much as I love you. And I don't right. know if that's good or bad. But in the end, I don't need to deal with it. And that's why disclaimer at the end of your little bloggy blog. He's
1: a very polarizing character, Todd. That's the way I like to frame this.
0: Yes. And you frame it
1: well. I frame it like a house. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. So I think that's enough. Yeah. At least before... there's right. A little clarity as that new column on the website. Hope you enjoy it. And listen, I hope it gets you to listen to the Rob's podcast. Okay. Cause it's an enjoyable podcast. It, it really is. Um, whether you're a fan of the Rob or not, like he's into the, like, and you could just go look back at like, even though some may not be titled as clearly as you know, what he's actually going to discuss, uh, You know, sometimes he gets distracted. Hmm. Uh, Be that as it may. And then from there. From there, right. Yes, yes. yes. Um, Check it out. And then, like, on Friday, you know, after I listen to the episode, I'll uh, put my notes up there. And, uh, you know, hopefully they'll be, like, piggybacked with the uh, episodes as they come out.
0: I hope so, too. And I hope I could... I hope I could like you know add to the comment section. So you
1: then can. I'll be
0: on I'll be on the shit list too.
1: And I hope did you like the name the Rob Sir Caps?
0: That is the clunkiest, most unwieldy name ever.
1: <laughs> Almost as clunky as Robservations. No. Robservations all right. Just it
0: that's the one that I will give the Rob. That flows like a fine wine yours i don't uh, vinegar i don't know
1: no listen cap is in there one of the most maligned things that the rob ever did you know and then i'm recapping because like rob recap is in there you are
0: you are doing a me the hardest you've ever done with this yeah this is something i would do and this is actually cringeworthy is this what i sound like when i do it yes okay keep up the good work joe
1: all right i'm gonna all right now we can end the episode damn it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i gotta fix that i missed i made a mistake there i could lament about other things but that's for another time all right everybody thank you very much for listening uh patreon folks five dollar level you got this early you get to listen to the show in the correct listening order uh everyone else, Happy Friday. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you all here next week.
0: You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini (laughs) of Podcast Network.